Good morning, my lovely, beautiful, amazing, horny little godchildren. It is me, your sexy, sultry, amazing, spectacular godmother, back again with another episode of Sexcapades and Doom Days. We've finally done the intro right. Yes! Oh my god, I am so fucking excited. Um, we're almost at the end of the season i'm so happy that i've actually done this even though i've slacked in the middle of um my time schedule i am really excited that i'm finally pulling through with the project that i've really put my heart and soul into um obviously (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening in um it's really been such an honor seeing the views not well the listens the listens it's been a huge honor like seeing how many people listen um how many people share it you know people that talk to me about it and say like oh my friend was listening to this and they didn't know it was you and and that that's so exciting that's that to me is literally exciting um i'm i'm blessed I would say I'm very, very blessed to have the platform that I have and to have the podcast that I have. It's really fucking amazing for me, honestly. Um, Has anyone been exhausted like I have this week? Because honestly, this week has been so draining. But to some extent, I'm still really, really happy. But I'm drained, if you get what I mean. Like, the week gave what it was supposed to give but then it also took away some of what it was supposed to give you know (laughs) in other words i'm just exhausted and i don't think my fridays is as lit as other people's fridays but i hope that when you're listening to this you're happy you're having a fucking amazing friday because it's friday come on it's rahade eh it is happy day because it's the weekend y'all um drink responsibly i usually say this at the end but i'm gonna say it now because i highly doubt that i'm gonna remember moving on into today's episode guys i love you you know first this is uh, mainly for the guys like guys guys like boys guys like men guys i love you guys i love you with my whole heart but today we're going to be talking about doom days. The relationships that the godmother has gone through that made her, well, that made her the godmother, basically. Well, let's start, let's start from the very first serious relationship that I had. Oh, child, even remembering it is like crazy. Um, okay, so the very first relationship I had was what when i was six i guess and i knew i was madly in love i knew for a fact i was madly in love like i saw this boy and i I, my heart would skip a beat my six-year-old heart would skip a beat (laughs) and i'd feel like i wouldn't breathe and i couldn't eat if he wasn't okay that's bullshit I don't know why six-year-old me thought that that was okay in my bra- in my brain, but yeah, unfortunately, that is when I had my first major relationship. We were together for a while, honestly, 
but obviously it wasn't really serious because we were children and obviously that didn't make sense in our six-year-old brains but I, I knew I was madly in love with him and then he broke my heart because we had this like I don't know if it was like it was like study camp over the holidays where we would like go it was like study camp in the estate so we would all go to this friend of ours's house and she she used to have like these activities that we could do and all that stuff and so there was this time her her cousin was visiting and i think at that time we had already gotten to like around i would say i was around like 10 11 at that point and i was still with this guy and her cousin like our friend's cousin came over and she was his age because he was around like 12 13 and basically he saw her immediately and he got heart eyes for her all of a sudden and godmother was left to the dust and that was the first l that i ever took and i told myself i hate boys deep-rooted hatred for boys was born in my heart um okay so that was the first relationship you can see why i am the godmother till this day i took my first l when i was six you know that's the first biggest l and i you know i didn't at that point you really just don't judge the guy because you really like him so much i was what 12 you can't really judge me for hating the girl because i was like you knew that i liked him why would you get in between our relationship that was fucked up that was stupid anyway um moving on i now was like 13 14 at the time and there was this guy that came into my life let's call him I don't know what we're gonna call him. Let's call him H. Yeah. So H entered my life and it was fun. It was like really cool. He was a bad boy. He 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 wasn't the regular, regular type of boy. Like I had never been with anyone like that. I was like, damn, gotta get me that one. And I did. Cause he was he was handsome. He was really good looking and he thought I was good looking, which was weird. Because if you saw me when I was 13, you would be like, nah, book it and run. Like, you would run and you would never fucking look back. That's how bad it was. Um. So, yeah, he thought I was attractive. I thought he was attractive. We started talking, you know, the whole, like, go send your friend to talk to me and then all that stuff so it was we were talking through a medium and then then at some point we actually started talking like now individually like together like to each other face to face if that makes sense um it was horrible we were shy as hell it was it was basically horrible what do you expect we were 13 uh, that relationship literally lasted like what a week but I was so devastated. Like, I've never cried over a boy like that in my entire life. <laughs> oh, godmother. Exposing yourself. Um, Yeah, but, I mean, the season is coming to an end. I might as well just tell you the L's that I've had of, like, my entire life. Okay? So, 13. Um, 
14 comes along 15 comes along i'm not with anyone it was just on and off with h because he's a bad boy what do you expect i was not about to let that go (laughs) and then um a couple of like then we break up and then it's a couple of um how do i say like a couple of months later like almost a year later i started dating his friend because it's I don't even know why I said that, but his friend really liked me. So I decided, you know what? Fuck it. Okay, let's do this. You like me. I like you. You know, nobody gives a shit. And and even if they say shit, we ended up on really bad terms. So fuck them. That was that that lasted for what? Like a couple of months. Yeah, it was basically a couple of months. And um, and then after that, nothing and then my mind I think I was 15 at that time yes I was 15 so at 15 years old my 15 year old brain as as mature as I thought it was at that time decided to let me date somebody who I had never met like you know the the times on Facebook where there was so much how do i say there was so much catfishing i would say yeah so there was that um and i dated this guy who was introduced to me by my friend from high school at that time because i was in high school at that time um and it, it went well like we actually you know we vibed it was it was a really nice time i enjoyed myself he was like what two years older than me and and my 15 year old brain knew oh my god when he turns 18 i'm screwed which was true which is definitely true which comes to never mind but yeah which is true so basically uh, that happened and didn't really end well um I will not go into detail of how it didn't end well, but it didn't end well. So all these things that have happened, all these relationships that have passed that I've mentioned you mentioned to you guys about, I took L's. I was the one being dumped. I was the one being dumped. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> That's so fucking sad. But yeah, I was the one being dumped. And then um I took a break after my 15 year old self i took a break and i didn't date anyone for a while until i was in like year 10 i think yeah year 10 and i dated someone from the same school and that was horrible because because the teachers caught us and i hated it because he was in like a a year above me and and we were caught and there was obviously nothing that they could do to him but obviously i would have to face the repercussions of because i'm the girl in a school full of people who are very biased towards men because why society sucks men's dicks and i'm so tired of it but anyway um that happened i don't think these are serious relationships i just think that these these are just l's of taking l's in my entire life of the godmother but yeah uh, once we were caught things just went downhill like we never talked that much 
And I think that was the first time I ever broke up with someone. Yeah, that was the first time that I actually didn't take an L. Like, technically I did. But I didn't take an L. Like, I was the one who broke up with him. And I was like, you know, I don't feel like this is working out. So, let's just end it there. Um, few years go by. Then I have my first serious relationship. Was it my first? Yes. I'm so confused. Yes, I think... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Yes, I have my first serious relationship. And it lasted for like a year and a half. That Those were now the long serious relationships. Like serious, serious relationships. That's when Godmother was like, you know what? I'm going to be serious about myself. I'm going to pursue something that this person wants me in return and i want them in return and we are on the same fucking page and and that's what we're gonna do and that's what i did and i stayed in a relationship with somebody who liked me and i liked them for a whole year and a half and then it started getting booky and they started acting weird because obviously the minds of men the minds of boys are just horrible um and after that stayed a while didn't date and then dated another person for like what two years two and a half years two and almost yeah two and a two years and a and three months yeah two years and three months and honestly i think that that was the most blissful relationship i've ever been in apart from the arguments and apart from um having to put up like a whole front in front of people i feel like that was i just described my relationship as toxic and i'm literally here trying to defend it what the fuck (laughs) um okay it wasn't it wasn't horrible like that we had times where we would be really toxic to each other but at all in all like we we literally just genuinely shared so much love and affection towards each other and we were growing with each other and i feel like at some point the growth was not for the both of us like we had we had reached the limit where one of us was growing and had already outgrown it and the other one was still trying to hold on to it so yeah now through all those relationships you can understand the pattern right the whole point of this the whole point of me telling you this is basically so that you understand that young love from like the ages of six to let's say 15 you're still you're not you don't really know what's going on there you don't really understand where you're going where you're headed or what exactly love is you've just basically been modeling what your parents or what you've seen people do outside and you kind of just yearn for whatever they're feeling but not really understanding or grasping the meaning of it entirely right and i feel like if i could go back in time and like you know kind of just nudge myself a little be like you know you don't really understand what's going on at this point you might actually like at 15 you might actually genuinely really really like this person but i don't think that that's where your head space is at right and i wish i told myself that because 
I needed to hear it. Like, I really needed to hear it. Um, all in all, though, uh, I feel like now the genuine relationships that I had that were actually serious, like the one and a half year, the two and two and like two years and three months, was now when I genuinely understood what was going on. Like, I genuinely understood how to navigate my emotions how to deal with certain situations how to just basically you know deal it with things that come in a relationship because obviously a relationship is not just a walk in the park there's different things that you have to go through there's you know arguments that you have to sort out you have to understand this person because it's a different person i mean we're also used to people in our family or people around us that you can deal with your emotions but this is someone new someone with different emotions coming into your life and it's gonna shake you a bit like if you're not used to it um which kind of now brings us to flings and i feel like we're a generation of flings because the most i've seen of our generation is like oh is she your girlfriend and then the person would be like nah but then behind closed doors they're telling you like oh i like you i'm just not ready for a commitment like maybe we should move in this direction or like tell you like i don't don't you have like i hope you don't have expectations because i'm not ready to give that to you but yet you've already given this person all these things like don't be selfish i feel like humans know what they're doing and they're just selfish about it because honestly if i walk into someone's life right now and like text them 24 7 be like hey how are you i find you really attractive and then call them and then text them as well like they don't like to see a good morning text or a good evening text or have a nice day or remember to eat you know just the basic stuff that you would do if you're in a relationship right and then after that when someone actually approaches you because you didn't think that they were going to approach you and they actually approach you and ask you like okay so what's going on like what are we that's when you'd be like um see the thing is i don't want to have a commitment i just think that we're better off like like the way we are now but i'm not ready for a commitment that's the most selfish thing that you could ever do to someone like just be honest from the get-go and that's why i as a person before i get into something with someone i literally just ask like i i just ask what are your intentions with me because when you're walking into someone's life you know what your intentions are don't let's not act stupid let's not try to play the dumb game and be like "Eh, no i don't know what i want no 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 we all know what you want like what we want that's that's what i meant to say jesus we all know what we want when we walk into someone's life like right now um let's say i find someone attractive um the reason as to why i'm gonna get close to them is because i find them attractive is there something that i want to build with them yeah a relationship or maybe even a friendship but i know the first thing that i see them and i'm just like if if i see them and i lust for them then i know that i want something from them that does not include a friendship do you understand but if i see them i'm like oh this person's cool i think that um you know we could get along that 
means that you're building something else other than a relationship so i feel like we all know what we what our intentions are when we're walking into people's lives there's no excuse of like oh i don't know like let's see how it goes so where where is this like where's the direction where is it going to and i feel like a lot of people our age a lot of men our age are very intimidated by a person who is ready to tell them like okay you want us to go with the flow but where what's the direction of the flow like where is it headed to like let me know so that i can prepare myself emotionally and mentally to tell myself this nigga wants to be friends with benefits right then friends with benefits it is and no catching feelings right you've already put that in your mind because that is what this person has already told you that they want so now you know the direction of that flow right if it changes up and is like okay um then no 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 not changes up but like if someone else comes into your life and says like i am ready to be your friend and your helper that's it so you know okay this is the direction of where we're going you know point at a direction the flow will go you cannot have a fucking river without a direction it always goes in a certain direction it always points to a certain direction so if somebody walks into your life and you ask them what their intentions are and they cannot be serious about it book it that's a fucking red flags and people stop fucking ignoring red flags please please okay godmother you as well <laughs> i feel like i've ranted on this thing for so long but no i, I it's something that we need to understand like a wise person told me the wise person is my dad <laughs> But he told me that before you get into a town, there's always some signs. There's always like maybe a sign telling you, okay, so keep left. There's bumps ahead. Welcome to the town. You know, um, inside this town, we have this. Or, you know, there's too many cars or there's traffic or keep at this kilometers per hour, right? Um... If those signs are there to warn you, those are like signs. And you know, basically, if you enter that town and there's like signs of killing and before that, before you enter the town and you decide, mm, I don't care, maybe it's a lie, drive into the town and you die, who's going to be the one to be blamed? Is it you for not looking at the signs and paying attention? Or is it the people inside the city who hurt you? Because you didn't pay attention. It's your fault. You have no one else to blame but yourself. Therefore, if you see red flags and you're like, but if I close my eyes. No, no, no. Sweetheart, open them eyes. Honey, open them eyes. You need to open them. We're not. It's 2021. Come on. We're not going to be played by these niggas. I'm tired of this shit. Like, I'm tired of seeing not only me, but my best friends going through the most. Like, it's fucked up. (laughs) It literally is. And it's so annoying. The reason as to why, it's because we've not been looking at the red flags. Or rather, we've been looking at them and we're just like, "Mm." you know, it's pretty. 
that red is like crimson you know i like it it shouts <laughs> i can change it maybe let me paint over it and make it blue no sweetheart come on you know you know that's not gonna work right right so what do we do repeat after me do not ignore the red flags thank you thank you very much that's all and then we can stop saying that niggas ain't shit because honestly if you just if you just followed and saw the red signs red flags and you were just like okay let me book it let me turn around and go you wouldn't be through heart you wouldn't go through heartbreak which means you wouldn't be saying niggas ain't shit but obviously we love the toxicity right as our generation we need toxic energy to flourish we need toxic energy to to just fuel everything that is inside us because we lack essence in general and then we'll go back and be like you know what all men ain't shit fuck all men and i i can say that i am i'm victim to that i do that sometimes but the reason as to why is because we do not look at the red flags and turn around okay so we can have flings of course many people have flings i've had flings in in the past the past is like what a couple of weeks back <laughs> oh my god uh i'm so sorry that was horrible um but being brutally honest yeah i've had flings they were in my mind potential people who would be in my life because i liked them they weren't they like how do i state how do i like phrase the statement um they were oh gosh this is hard <laughs> there were people that i liked people that i respected for their personalities people that i i chose to see the good in and by choosing to see the good in them these flings um and letting them into my life i kind of filtered out the flaws in them not the flaws but the red flags basically and that got me most of the time very very hurt and very bitter with guys because you look at people and you're just like i can't stand you like why would you do that like why are you like this why you know and and that's horrible <laughs> but it made me realize like i had introspect in introspection yeah i had an introspection with myself i i had to sit myself down and like think and ask myself why i'm so bitter why i felt this way about this situation and it it got me thinking that i've seen all these red flags that people have the same people that i let into my life and because i choose to see the good in people i end up fucking myself over so take it from me if you see a red flag run book it just run like and it's okay to set boundaries another thing that i noticed i was so bitter about is the fact that i didn't set boundaries for myself like i didn't i didn't set boundaries 
for these people not to cross because I didn't I myself I'm such a giver like I, I would continuously give 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 and that's the badness about it because the people I'm usually surrounded with are like takers and they would usually you know take and they don't know the limit of how much they can take they just continuously take so you need to set boundaries and and be like you know this is the amount that I'm willing to give I can't go beyond this or I can't go below this this is what I'm this is what I have to offer this is this is me on the table and well sweetheart let me tell you I feel like this is advice oh my god yes it is so this is advice (laughs) should we name this episode advice no um but yeah set boundaries um for self-preservation these are things that i'm starting to learn or i have learned and i've not been putting them into play until right now and i have noticed a huge difference in my dating life in the relationships that i allow in and out of my life in myself and my mind and my body and my spirit and my soul like i don't feel like i need a good morning text or i'm waiting for that in order to go on with life or to be happy with life you know i i can survive on my own i can fend for my own i don't need a good morning text or a good night text or or somebody to make me smile i'm doing that on my own and i and i think i talked about it in the previous episode how we need to be comfortable in our singleness how we need to find ourselves our purpose our place and where to position ourselves in our in our singleness because when someone walks into your life they can easily sway you if you don't understand you so um yeah it's always good to to know you it's always good to understand that people come and go in like they literally enter and exit your life like you're a fucking toilet um but you're not you're so worthy of people's love you deserve love you deserve happiness and you can give that to yourself right you can definitely give that to yourself um don't let there's a lady that i saw um or rather i witnessed i don't know if it's witnessed or i was we were around her basically it was a party she came in started talking about how she would cook this for her man she would just be there for her man and all this basically just saying a lot about you know being there for a man doing everything for him like he's a fucking child or like he's fucking illiterate and he can't do anything for himself you know um and i it got me thinking like are we all like that like are, are all females that in need of male validation but then i also thought about it and i was like no we're not because to some extent we do really do like being validated at some point at some point i'm not saying full on i'm just saying at some point don't come at me don't come at me obviously everyone would like to you know you post a picture someone be like hey shawre you're beautiful i would feel nice that's 
yeah like thanks that you just made my day a whole lot better but i don't need that like i don't necessarily need that which means that yeah to some extent male validation is cute but do i need it every day no so so yeah um i feel like i've talked about so many things in one and this episode is so fucking messy but if you get to listen to the end um and you listen properly about everything that i just said hopefully you get a good message and guys I, i'm just wishing you guys the best in your relationships moving forward um i guess that's gonna be this the angle of sexcapades and doom days for the second season relationships basically uh, we've been talking about sex a lot on this first season and it's coming to an end and i'm really excited about it um yeah this is my baby like i have i have been doing it since you know since i thought about it and i was like you know what fuck it let's do it <laughs> two weeks to my birthday and i have enjoyed every bit of it like every single minute of it thank you so much for listening in um for the advice that i've given if it helps somebody well and good if it doesn't well and good you know but yeah i love you guys so so much have a good friday um if you have any questions sexcapades underscore doomdays is where it's at don't forget to hydrate be healthy use condoms fuck each fuck whoever you want to fuck okay um but do it very very safely thank you (laughs) i love you guys have a nice friday have a nice weekend and see you next week on sexcapades and doomdays ah bye